today I want to talk about confidence. And you know, confidence is an interesting idea. I don't love this phrase, high self-esteem, because it just, it's a little too associated with self-congratulation and, and positive thinking and, you know, forever smiling emojis. And none of that really leaves space for our genuine, very messy human experience. I think of confidence as something that is real and multifaceted responsive authentic and present I'm really interested in what it means to have faith in my own and everyone else's. I'm really interested in whether or not it's possible to feel a sense of unconditional confidence. Unconditional worthiness in a way that includes all the awkward, idiotic, insecure, unkind, and ignorant parts of ourselves, parts of myself. But you know, before we get to the big picture, I guess, you know, maybe we can look at what can be easily mistaken for confidence. You know, what what I can think of is like pseudo-confidence, the that kind of fast food flimsy, cheap plastic pseudo-confidence that at least I often conspicuously overconsume and use to armor myself with every day. And, you know, even this outwardly manufactured confidence is not inherently bad, right? It's a delight even when, for me, I feel like, listen, I don't have the, the chutzpah right now to, <laughs> to own that room, but I'm going to fake it. I'm going to fake it. Like, I think that's a win. I think that's a win. It's not, you know, it's not like I'm unshakable, but it's better than, you know, hiding in the corner. 
It's just like that outside in brand of fluff, it doesn't last. It's a faux self-assured feeling that is pretty readily available to us all the time, right? And where does it come from? It can come from a gesture from a stranger, a compliment from our partner, or even the first beautiful day after a long, harsh winter. It is, like I said, outwardly manufactured confidence, a sense of externally derived feel goodness that can be given and just as easily taken away. So yeah, just like a hit of caffeine or, or a pleasant flavor on the tongue, this very surface level confidence often dissipates or even reverses itself just as quickly or just like a hit of caffeine or a pleasant flavor on the tongue, this very surface level confidence often dissipates or even reverses itself just as quickly and innocuously as it arises. So, you know, like the moment we notice our skinny jeans start to get a little too tight or, you know, we get a tough critique about a piece of work we've just shown or, you know, maybe no one comments on something we thought was really witty that we just posted. Some days, you know, maybe just not getting the, I'm just losing my train of thought for a second, hang on. Some days it's just like, it's not even that anything so terrible has happened. It's just that maybe we haven't been actively affirmed. And that is enough to convince us that the universe and everyone in it is conspiring to make us miserable. We're hated. We're a loser. We suck. We're unlovable. So, why are we so fragile? Why am I so fragile? Let me not speak for all of you. Oh, I mean, I do think that it's important to state that like, those people out there that are seemingly so blase, you know, that, that have this extra callous exterior that seems just like nothing touches them, I am convinced they are probably the most sensitive of all of us. Just a theory. And you know what? That's totally okay. Because I think I've said this before, our emotional sensitivity is just one part, one very special part of our human magic. And the more we learn to harness it, the more it becomes a source of joy, strength, and wisdom. But most of us start out pretty confused about how to interpret all the information that we take in, right? I mean, there is so much noise in the world. There are some common traps though, that pretty much everyone gets caught in to some degree or another, no matter how skillful we are or think we are. 
you know, like hidden landmines that feed directly into our deepest hopes and fears. They interfere with our capacity to access. They interfere with our capacity to access our inner wisdom, our inner compass, and they keep us caught craving that saccharine-laden pseudo-confidence. So we need to learn to recognize these traps, yeah? To see them for what they are so we can get better at sidestepping them and move more and more towards the real thing. So we can imagine these confidence traps as opposite ends of a ladder that we constantly are just climbing up and down. And going up the ladder, we feel a boost. We feel superior, like all puffed up like a giant balloon. And when we're moving down the ladder, we feel deflated, right? It's like a joke that falls flat. All that hot air gets let out and all that's left is a piece of limp rubber. We're gonna look at, you know, four types or four different categories of these traps. They're very much connected. They just provide different frameworks for investigating this whole ladder idea. So the first trap is the fame it, the, 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 the first trap is the fame and significance trap. And this is a big one these days. It's probably always a big one, but it's definitely a big one. I, at that, that, it's definitely a big one now. This trap includes the whole world of this faux process confidence. Everything that this quantified I guess we can call it quantified confidence. Um, all of the things related to counting followers. Counting your likes, your claps, or whatever metric you use in whatever arena you play or compete or share in. So, if you are someone that sees the social media sphere as the go-to for the feel goods, you're very familiar already with this fame and significance ladder, right? Because when this is our way of getting validation, we're always hustling a little bit, yeah? It's like we're always checking in on our stats to see where we're at. And when we're up, man, it is so good. It's like, yes, I am officially important and I have the numbers to prove it. But it's bittersweet too, right? I mean, we're always aware how we stack up and how we fall short. You know, it's like my best day of likes <laughs> is, you know, peanut scraps compared with my friend from school who just got reviewed in the times or I don't know um, mm. 
then, on top of all that, we have to contend with that whole internal narrative about if we're one of, if we're, this is our, this is our poison, right? We have to contend with, like, why people like us if they like us. Like, like, what would happen if they knew the real me? We end up in a bizarre dance of, of strange one-upmanship against ourselves. Like, gosh, I felt really authentic in my post about I didn't finish that. I just decided not to. And maybe it wasn't a decision so much as losing confidence. Maybe it was default. Just bailing. I don't know.